<clears throat> Hello, friend, and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. You can also find me on social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, at Trenton365, and on Facebook, Trenton365show. Um, you can also post your events to the Trenton 365 Community Calendar page on Facebook as well. You're listening over WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station. Check out our Wikipedia page. And you can also follow us on all social media platforms, WIMG 1300. If you're watching, it's over WPHY Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey, through the Verizon Fios network. Now... You know, I think I should probably stop saying this, and I got some great interns. I got Evelyn and Vaughn. Big shout out to them. They're going to be doing some amazing things. And Vaughn has actually even been in front of the camera taking my spot. So I may be elevating my game a little bit and letting him take over some more uh, activities here. Um, but I'm always bringing forth artists um, to come onto my program to talk about what they're doing in art. And uh, I was talking earlier with uh, my guest, Princess Jenkins, and I'll introduce you to her in just a moment. But we were just talking about, um, you know, when civilizations are excavated and so forth. And this, I'm stealing this a bit from Mayor Reed Gussie Orr, Trenton's mayor. He actually said this on several occasions. But when excavations are done, they're getting things that were created by the past civilizations, such as the architecture, uh, pottery, uh, things to do with art in general. Even think back to the caveman times, uh, air quotes. We're looking at art that's on the walls. So it behooves us as a society to think about how are we going to do this natural progression from where we are now to where we're going to go into the future if we're not supporting and encouraging art and creativity and all sorts. So I've got a wonderful friend who I've known for many years. Um, she's uh, she's one of those silent movers and shakers here in the city of Trenton. Um, very unassuming. You'll you'll see her at different places. You won't. She won't say anything. But she's packed with a lot, lot of information. She's got a wonderful personality. She's got a great education. And she's got a heart and passion for human beings, which is one of the things that I love the most. So without any further ado, Princess Jenkins, welcome to the Trenton 365 <laughs> Thank Show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's my pleasure. I'm so glad that, that you're here um, because even um, when we worship together at Westminster, you were in your little spot doing mm -hmm. your thing, yes. and it just so happened that this one Sunday, I was not sitting where I normally sit, and I sat in front of you, and I was shocked because you had a different look about you on that particular Native day. Roots yes, there. yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And um, so then we started talking, and I said, hey, look, you know, can I get you on this show? And you were like, yeah, I think I'm ready. <laughs> Yeah. So, so welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. So let's let's start and share a little bit about who you are, and um, and then let's jump right into the art. Okay. Okay. So um, my name is Princess Jenkins. I am a Trentonian. Um, one of my passions is teaching. Um, I've always, always, always loved to teach and encourage others to do well, um, especially women and children. Um, always had a big heart for helping the underdog, so to mm. speak, and, you know, become whatever it is that you desire. Um, sometimes society, you know, makes it very difficult for people to achieve a dream, um, but it makes it a lot more easier when you have people to encourage you to start living the dream. Mm. So, You know, I wanted to elaborate on that, because, and, and folks, I'm going to be touching back and forth on some of the conversation that we had earlier before I'm um, coming on to the program. But 
drill down on that a little bit about um, achieving your dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I have always been encouraged to live life the way I wanted to live it. Um, so there, you know, I remember as a little girl, there were like a ton of things that I wanted to do when I got older. Like I wanted to be a designer and I wanted to do it, be a veterinarian. I have allergies, so that wasn't realistic. Um, <laughs> you know, but at the heart of me always wanted to help others and teach. And I think at a very, very young age, I always found um, a passion for wanting to help someone achieve something or, or help them believe um, in themselves. So um, I decided, you know, I, like I went away to Blairstown and I was a camp counselor um, and then I taught preschool. Um, I worked with children uh, with disabilities, but also worked with children that had behavior issues as well. And always finding some spark to say to them, like, listen, this this is this is this isn't the end, or you don't always have to be this way. I remember a child saying to me, you know, like, I'm special, so I want to act out like that. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Special doesn't define your behavior. So don't think that because you have a disability that you're not worthy of achieving and doing well. Mm. Um, you know, and I think consequently, like I saw him a few years after that, and he was kind of teetering, tottering, but you know, he actually made his way in life. And I was just so, it's, it's an amazing feeling as a teacher to see kids like 10, 15 years later and that they're adults and they're, that they're doing well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you touched a little bit on on your childhood there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, you made it clear that you were encouraged yes. to be yourself. Yep. Let's talk a bit about what we were talking about earlier oh, about yeah. personalities mm-hmm. and personality traits, mm-hmm. and how society wants to oftentimes put people in certain areas that that they may not be the best human beings that can they can be mm-hmm. in those positions. Yeah, I, I think. You know, especially in today's society, we seem to frown upon people who either don't make six figures or they're not working in corporate America. Um, prime examples, you look at teachers, they have all these student loans, they work really hard and, and, and they're in distress. You know, sometimes, you know, like we think about uh, how teachers are the, the building blocks of our society. And then you take someone who's a lawyer, not knocking a lawyer, but, um, you know, your job is to defend and you could easily get paid six figures where this person is developing children and you know depending on what state you're in you might not um you might have to seek assistance mm. to pay your bills um and, and one of the things that I, I was really really when i went to grad school it was like you know there was this um you had to pick a degree, like you had to, which I, I get it, like I picked painting out of illustration and all that, um, but it doesn't mean that I wasn't really good at illustration. It doesn't mean that I wasn't good at jewelry design, but I picked something that I knew that would um, transform lives, and and that that is like painting. Painting is so therapeutic, and, and people... Um, when they are in those classes, they just feel like a release of energy and frustration. You can put it in, you can leave it all on the canvas, you know. Um, but not everybody has that opportunity. Um, and then it, it makes it really difficult for uh, people who feel like they don't have a way out. 
um, mm. that society is feeling like, you know, because you're a janitor or because um, you, you, I don't know, you're um, an aide in a school serving lunch, that you're a bad person, that, that you're not good enough, and you are good enough, you know? Um, and if that's where, and some people are perfectly fine doing that. It is nothing wrong with that. You know, we, we tend to criticize people for what they do, but that might be what they want to do, mm-hmm. you know? Or we don't encourage people enough to say, like, listen, what is your passion? What is your dream? Why do you feel like you can't achieve that? Oh, I passed my time. Well, what is past your time? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that question of, you know, uh, you know, I'm 44 years old. I just turned 44 last week. And for me, I always knew that I wanted to go to grad school. And if I did, I was going to do my art. It was interesting in grad school. I got a lot of criticism from you know, professors about how I did work. Um, some good, some not that encouraging. But I, I would hear this, and I, and I would just put it in, you know, the left field. Because for me, I knew that I was going to accomplish a goal. I wanted to accomplish getting my degree, and I wanted to do that with the hopes of helping others release themselves through art and have a therapeutic experience and learn, especially children. Um, you know, the, the mental illness, you know, for people who have mental illness, um, art is a special way to release energies, to put it on canvas too. You know, sometimes it's not the words, and sometimes it's just the image. Sometimes it's just slattering paint on the canvas. Um, so anyway, I, I could just go on and on, but. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you do that in just a moment, but Princess, I'd like for you to share your contact information. Okay, so, so if anyone's interested in contacting me about my art, <clears throat> you can contact me at Princess Jenkins at um, Princess Jenkins Artist at Weebly.com, or you can contact me at um, princessjenkins at yahoo.com. Princessjenkins at yahoo.com, and the website or, is... Or, actually, you know, it's printtab, printtab at yahoo.com. All right, well, let's, go, let's go with the website. Yeah. So the website is princessjenkinsartist.com. At weebly.com. At weebly.com. All right, so let me read that one more time, folks. So it's Princess Jenkins traditional spelling at weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y.com. Yep. And then on there's my, you know, email address if people want to contact me or, you know, Facebook. I'm on Facebook as well, so. Sure. All right. So, um, you know, I'd like for you to talk a bit more about the the release through art. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm somebody, like, I enjoy art in all different forms. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't consider myself an artist, but I like putting paint on canvas. I like making things. because for me, I look at it as therapy. I've never been to art therapy, but for me, it's my personal therapy. I go in my basement, I go in my zone, and I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like for you to talk a bit more about that whole ideology of, of, of releasing through art. And you didn't say art therapy, which I found really interesting, because I know there's a technical classification for mm-hmm. art therapists, mm-hmm. and I don't think that you're saying that you're an art therapist, but there's a, I, there's a homeopathic mm-hmm. influence through creating art. So in your own words, can you describe that? So art is more of of, uh, an expression. So, and that for people can be very therapeutic. So like you said, you go down to your basement, you create on your canvas, you're in your zone, and that's what it is. You're you're finding that sort of serenity, Mm. you know, that, that peacefulness and knowing that you're in one, a safe place, two, you're not being judged, Three is what you're feeling, and four, you know what? 
and that's exactly what I'm going to present and I feel good about it and not being judged so yeah so I'm not an art therapist and it is very different um, art therapy has its own little you know form and you know how the art therapist is trained is a little bit different um, but mine is more of an expression of mm. how you feel um, and so that is the therapeutic sense like you, you you're without judgment you're creating in your own environment you feel safe about it and you know what boom this is what I created and, and that's all they said that's all you said and no one's there to judge it now you know that in itself um, lends back to our conversation earlier about if we have more people in society mm -hmm. that are in a space where they're happy they have natural joy. They're being themselves. Mm -hmm. There's more of a likelihood yep. that our society is going to be a better society as a whole. Mm -hmm. Because if you have happy people, happy people tend to do happy things. Happy things. And I don't think anybody wants to go out and, and do some of the, the venomous things that we're seeing in society. Mm -hmm. And I, I think we're getting to the point where a lot of people just feel as though they're not being heard. Yeah. And we're starting to see this in all different aspects of life, from children mm -hmm. to our seasoned population. Mm -hmm. It transcends all different ethni ethnicities and faiths and lack of faiths mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. I would love to see us really start thinking about how do we create this atmosphere where people can be themselves mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they can find their natural joy and then just see what happens in our society mm -hmm. from your perspective as an artist mm -hmm. as an educator as an encourager what are your thoughts about that you know I, I I just feel like you just hit it right on the nose that's exactly what we need to do um, and I think it really starts you know, it, of course it starts at home, but, you know, we have a lot of parents who are working and doing all that they can in the society that wants them to fit into something that they might not very well be happy about, but they have a family and they have to take care of them. Having said that, um, in school, I think we really have to get back to putting more art back into our schools, you know, putting more art back into our after-school programs, um, and even gym, too. You know, there, there's a fit mind. A fit heart equals that fit mind, you know, so when we think about um, a well-rounded soul, we need to be physically active. Like, you know, you don't have to work out like, you know, you are um, hardcore every day and you're, you're doing, you know, 360 sit-ups, but, you know, listen, let's get out and walk. Let's get out and encourage to look at its fall, the beautiful leaves, you know, pick up some leaves and how we used to do in elementary school, color it on a white paper and create those leaves. Um, we need to put more art back into our design of education. So I think that's, that's really important. Design. School and after school programs, more art. We need to encourage that. And we need to encourage not just children, but we need to encourage people to be who they want to be. And then you will see that they will be their best. They will be their best. Fantastic. I'm speaking with Princess Jenkins. She's an artist, but also an educator. Uh, the best way to get in contact with her is through her website, and it's Princess Jenkins, J-E-N-K-I-N-S, artist at Weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y.com. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. We'll be back after a short break.
And welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. I'm always looking for wonderful people who are doing amazing things in this region. So if you have some suggestions, reach out to me. You can find me on social media, Trenton 365 Show or Trenton 365. In the studio with me is Princess Jenkins, who is an educator and also an artist. We've been talking a bit about her history and about art in general and civilization. And we're going to be talking about some more things in depth. But you can follow what we're princess after this because 30 minutes is absolutely not enough time to get a full understanding of who my guests are. So you can do that by going to her website, Princess Jenkins, J-E-N-K-I-N-S, artist at Weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Make sure you tell that you heard her and heard about her on the Trenton 365 show. So Princess, um, I, I do want to go back and 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 talk a bit about your education mm-hmm, um, because mm-hmm. you know you've got an MFA a master's in fine art mm-hmm. you're also an educator mm-hmm. I'd like for you to talk a little bit about your decision to continue your schooling mm-hmm. uh, especially when traditional um, traditionally art isn't something that most people think of as a career mm-hmm. and to get a master's in it as well, I think, has even a smaller percentage of people who understand the basis and the idea behind it. So can you just talk a bit about your education? Yes, yeah, so I um, I do have a master's in fine art painting, um, and I got my degree because I really wanted to take it and teach underserved communities, and mm-hmm. especially children. And I wanted to get the degree so I could encourage children, especially children, that you know, you can be an artist, and it, it is you know, so you, you're not just drawing, and it's just oh, something that I, I just do that, I just do that. Mm. No, it is you. That is what you do, and own it, um, and cultivate that. Um, and if you want to go to school, and it's say you know, some some children aren't interested in academics, you know, as much as you know, they're just they want to paint, they want to draw, and of course there are some academic aspects of that, but. There's nothing like being a creative. It is something very, very special. Um, it is it is a, something very special to make someone look at a color and be like, I never would have seen it that way. Mm. I also, um, I got my degree, I'm, I'm kind of rare because MFAs in, in painting are rare. Um, so I also got the degree because I have the ability to teach as a college professor if I mm. want to. Um, so I can teach children, uh, children, but young adults in college. And like I said, my main goal of, of doing it, it was, I, and I also, it was kind of like this challenge to myself. Um, I finished up my bachelor's degree and I was like, if I go to grad school, I'm going to study art. Cause I just kind of like had enough <laughs> everything else. Um, I was just like, you know, and I, I academically, I, you know, I, I've, I've always been interested in learning, but you know, sometimes when you go through life, when you're when you're in college and you're also working, you're like, okay, like I, I'm taking this class, but here's reality right here. Mm-hmm. You really learn that when you when you teach. You know, if you're taking those pedagogy classes and you're sitting there and you're like, oh, this is what's happening really in school. Does this really apply or is this really flying up in the air now? And I'm going to have to use my skills as a person to work with these children and get through to them. Mm. One of my issues when I was in college was I had professors that would quote unquote teach, but I was just, I had to say to my counselor one time, you know, one of the problems that I see with college professors is um, 
they're getting this, they're teaching this class based on the fact that they have a degree and they've had this master's or they've had this PhD or doctorate, but there is an art to teaching that you just can't make up. And, you know, it's one of those things, either you have it or you really don't. Mm. Um, so I explained that sometimes, you know, you have a professor that was going through the motions of teaching the class, you had to do this, do that, but that's not teaching. Um, that's not communicating. That's not building a relationship with your students. And maybe that wasn't the goal of that professor that was teaching the class. But there is um, I, my recommendation, and I'm just saying, you know, these teachers go through a lot to get all these certifications, and, and you know, you, you're not even making six figures, but your your student loan is six figures. Mm -hmm. But having said that, you know, you have a college professor. I think sometimes I think we need society needs to take a look at having these college professors take these pedagogy classes to learn how to teach because mm. there's an art to it yeah, it's almost like having a having someone who's in the medical profession not have bedside manner exactly mm. exactly you know I, I do want to focus a bit more on on art in the remaining time that we have mm -hmm. um, you're you consider yourself you're self-described as an abstract artist yes and you work in you have the ability to work in lots of different um, genres or, or different techniques, mm -hmm. but watercolor is mm -hmm. something that you're passionate about, but also colored pencils. Yes. <laughs> As you discover, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. let's talk about um, mm -hmm. what, what are, the, why are those elements, the ones that that called out to you, mm -hmm. and then how do you cultivated that into this profession? Well, you, it was okay. So let me just say, I, I love crayons. I love crayons, and you know, when I was a little girl, my mom had to put me to sleep at night because I would be up trying to color after my homework. Like it's okay, it's bedtime. Like ah, you know. So that was me, and I so enjoy coloring um, in the lines and coloring certain ways, and, and understanding that I can make a shade darker by just going over and switching the angle that I'm coloring at. So having said that, as I grew into an adulthood, you know, I just said, okay, well, you know. I could use crayons, and I still do, because, um, you know, as an artist, you know, you just have big fun with all kinds of things, but um, I love color pencils. I, I really love Prismacolor pencils because this smooth texture that it creates across the paper, um, and one of the examples that, uh, here's a prime example here. Uh, we don't have to post it up. But no, I'm going to. But I'm just going to explain how that smoothness, how it just goes across the paper. And I think your interns actually thought they were crayons. <laughs> so I want to hold this up for those of you who are watching um, on television. And so that that's one of them. So, uh, you know, uh, for the past, like, couple years or so, I've had this Thank you, fascination with cities, with blocks, with buildings, uh, with communities. And so I, you know, I have these, you know, thoughts in my head, and I just create, and I just put them out. And actually, I'm still going. Um, and I also do create cards with my artwork as well. Um, so it, it's just, I, you know, I get, as an artist, Sometimes you get fixated. It could be with the color. It could be with the texture. It could be uh, with any uh, media. And, you know, for some reason, um, there's something about color pencil that kind of soothes me. That, that color just going across the paper and how it just, right before your eyes, just starts to change. And, and that's when I know I'm creating. Like, you know, like I have this black and white image, and now... You know, all of a sudden, like, you know, here, you know, like black and white. So here we go with a black and white, and I have this image, 
and this image is going to turn into all this color so for me color is life it's just giving me life and and it just um i remember one time i had someone ask me if i can create like little slaves out of clay because i do clay work and and um and with that um the clay work I, I had to tell him, like, you know, I really can't because my figurines are colorful and they are happy and joyous, and, and that's just not who I am. So you never also want to sell yourself short as an artist just for a buck because it's just not who you are, and you definitely don't want to create um, an image of you as an artist just taking money. You, mm -hmm. you definitely want to, this is who you are, this is what you create, this is what you're passionate about, um, and you just move forward with that. So, yeah. So, well, so far, the, these couple that I'm showing here now, mm -hmm. although they are all lovely, and I love the fact that they're nice and colorful, but these, with the texture mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of the sidewalk, etc., yeah, yeah, yeah. are really stimulating. And, um, yeah, so, so I want to say, because I always love doing this as well. I could teach a class for you. I, I'm thinking <laughs> about teaching a, you had, teaching a class, but I also think it would be super cool. Mm -hmm. If we could start utilizing some of your techniques mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and your art to start doing some beautification projects. Yes. Some of the things that I find um, so remarkable about art, and it's happening all over the world, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but we haven't quite adopted it here. And I'm saying here in Trenton, mm -hmm. because in this region, Trenton is really one of the meccas for art. I mean, people are doing art in, mm -hmm. in other communities, municipalities, but by far, I think Trenton is, is the, the beacon of the art area here in the region. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. But I, I see that there's a lot of wonderful creative things and ingenious things being done on sidewalks mm -hmm. and not just on, on, um, uh, vacant or abandoned buildings, but also on, on, people's homes mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. people's fences mm -hmm. and adding a different attitude towards public art mm -hmm. saying hey this is my home mm -hmm. and I live in this home and it's a beautiful home but I want a piece of of art on the outside mm -hmm, to reflect mm -hmm. so I see this being an opportunity for someone to have this painted on their sidewalk mm -hmm. or on their fence or um, on the side of their home and it being treasured as a piece of public art, mm -hmm. but not a piece of public art that's beautifying an abandoned building yes. or a depressed area, yes. but celebrating mm -hmm. the creativity and the artists, et cetera. And that's something that, that I would like for you to do. Um, and a big shout out to a lot of my friends here in the region who are doing art and have for years, Casso, Rainbow, mm -hmm. Tronics, Carrie Maurice, um, and a whole host of others. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see, again, more people who, who have their homes to set up outside um, hanging systems. Mm -hmm. So beautiful work like yours can be up for a season mm -hmm. and then go into the house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I um, <laughs> it's funny you should say because I've done some murals as well. And I, I'm very, I'm very quiet. I, I, I have a tendency to um, hone in real hard on my craft, make sure that it's right before I do presentations. Mm. Um, and because it, it means so much to me. I worked, my, my degree was blood, sweat, tears. <laughs> you know, it was really, it was really uh, hard work that I had to do, but I never was wavered. I never, I never felt like it never was going to happen. I knew it was coming because I wanted it just that much. And even, you know, 
uh, for people who, you know, concerned about failing. Like, I failed a few classes, too. And I was like, you know what? I just moved that to the side, like, next. Because I knew what I wanted. And I knew that nothing was going to deter me. Because I was being judged on the art that someone who didn't know me was, you know, grading me on or judging me on. So that wasn't my concern. Because who I, who I am is who I was definitely going to become as an artist. Mm. So that was okay. So, and, and there's nothing else. Taking a loss only makes you stronger. It's, it's how you pick yourself back up it's, that makes you win. So, definitely. Mm -hmm. And I always like to use this as an analogy before we finish up. Um, peaks and valleys. Mm -hmm. Peaks are very, very small. Yes. The yes. top of that peak is very small. And you consider everything down from that peak, if that's considered a valley. Yes. What yes. it's like. Princess, share your contact information once again before we sign off. Please. Okay, so if anyone wants to reach out to me, um, my contact information is princessjenkinsartist at weebly.com. You can also reach out to me at, at printtab at yahoo.com. And I'm also on Facebook if you want to reach out as well. Sure thing. Right. And uh, her information and, and the, some images of her artwork will be on the Trenton 365 social media pages. Princess, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. You've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. The first segment of the program is over, and I've just finished up with Princess Jenkins Artist. And again, you can reach out to her on her website, princessjenkins at weebly.com. Princess Jenkins Artist at weebly.com. You've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. Stay tuned for segment number two. Yay! And didn't you